Welcome to Wall Street Breakfast, your daily source of market news and analysis. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Good morning. Today is Wednesday, October 27th. I'm Pim Fox. Our top stories include record home prices, Democrats push for corporate taxes, and Eli Lilly's Alzheimer's treatment begins its approval process. Those stories and more, but first, let's get caught up on markets. U.S. stock futures are slightly lower ahead of the open as investors digest results from a variety of companies, including Boeing, McDonald's, GM, among others. The S&P 500 is up 6%. For October. Oil prices are under pressure, with U.S. West Texas Intermediate crude down about 1%. Also lower by 1% is Brent crude at $84.80 a barrel. The yield on the 10-year Treasury note is 1.59%. In Europe, stocks are lower by about four-tenths of a percent. Stocks in Asia closed down overnight after American officials barred China Telecom, that's China's biggest telecom operator, from doing business in the United States. The Shanghai Composite fell 1%, while stocks in Hong Kong fell nearly 2%. In Japan, the Nikkei 225 was unchanged. Now our top stories. Home price growth held at a record high in August as demand from home buyers remained robust despite skyrocketing prices. The S&P CoreLogic Case-Shiller National Home Price Index, which measures average home prices in major metropolitan areas across the nation, rose nearly 20% in the year that ended in August. That's unchanged from the prior month. Senate Democrats announced a 15% minimum tax on large companies' income, winning support from a key moderate lawmaker as they try to generate enough money to pay for President Biden's social spending and climate change agenda. The proposal would impose a 15% minimum tax on companies with at least a billion dollars in profit on their financial statements. And Eli Lilly has begun asking U.S. health regulators to approve a new treatment for early-stage Alzheimer's disease, hoping for a rare victory against a disease that has proven difficult for the pharmaceutical industry to tackle. It began filing a rolling submission of study data and other information to the Food and Drug Administration for the experimental drug. The company expects to complete its application in the next several months, which could lead to an FDA decision in the second half of 2022. In earnings news, Microsoft reported quarterly earnings that shot over $20 billion for the first time. Shares rose 2% in pre-market trading. Twitter shares are up nearly 2% in pre-market after the microblogging social media site added users and reported a 41% increase in ad revenue. Google parent Alphabet reported earnings that topped estimates amid resilient advertising sales. Alphabet said revenue rose more than 40% to $65 billion. That's the largest amount in 14 years. It also posted a profit of more than $21 billion. That's nearly three times what it reported before the pandemic. McDonald's posted third-quarter revenue and earnings that topped Wall Street expectations with strong worldwide same-store sales. Revenue increased 14%. Shares of Robinhood markets are down 10% in pre-market activity after the online trading platform reported a wider quarterly loss and lower-than-expected sales among weak crypto-related revenue. Shares of Texas Instruments fell nearly 4% after the chipmaker's third quarter results met Wall Street forecasts, but noted hot spots of components shortages. 
Visa shares are down about 2% in pre-market after the credit card company topped earnings expectations, but disappointed some over its revenue outlook. The company increased its quarterly dividend 17%. Coca-Cola reported a more than 40% jump in earnings per share and a 16% increase in revenue. The company raised its 2021 EPS growth outlook. Shares of Coca-Cola are up more than 2.5% pre-market. Boeing shares are down more than 1% in pre-market trade after the aircraft maker reported a larger-than-estimated loss. Teva Pharmaceuticals shares are lower after reporting a profit in the third quarter, although profit and revenue were below Wall Street estimates. Lockheed Martin shares are down about 8% pre-market after third-quarter sales and earnings fell short of company estimates. The company cut its revenue expectations for this year and next and said it will reassess its five-year business plan. Raytheon said it has poised shipments for the 787 Dreamliner as Boeing's problems create difficulties for suppliers who expect production of the wide-body jets to remain low into next year. Quote, we're not shipping anything today on the 787. That's a quote from Raytheon CEO Greg Hayes. United Parcel Service reported a 9% increase in third quarter revenue from the prior year as the average revenue per piece increased 13%. The number of items it shipped fell 2%. Kraft Heinz raised its expectations for the full year while it works to manage inflation. Spotify reported a 75% increase in third quarter advertising revenue and a nearly 20% increase in paying subscribers. Advanced Micro Devices reported third quarter results that topped estimates, with revenue surging more than 50% year-over-year. Shares are up about 34% so far this year and are up nearly 56% from their, from their level a year ago. Shares of Boston Scientific are higher by four-tenths of a percent after the medical device company reported third-quarter profit that topped expectations. Six Flags Entertainment reported third-quarter results that beat estimates due to higher spending by visitors to its theme parks. The shares are up about 1.5% in pre-market trade. Harley-Davidson shares are up 5% in pre-market after reporting full-year revenue growth will be between 30 and 35%. Bristol-Myers Squibb narrowed the range of its full-year adjusted earnings guidance. BASF reported a 20-21% rise in guidance after it generated strong sales growth in the third quarter, despite enduring supply chain constraints. The German chemical conglomerate said that despite supply bottlenecks, it anticipates continuing solid demand. The company increased prices by 36% this year and volumes by 6%. Deutsche Bank reported a 6% increase in third quarter profit while revenue rose 2%. Shares, though, are down more than 5% after the German lender reported a fall in investment banking revenue. Thermo Fisher raised its 2021 sales and earnings guidance. Other companies reporting results today include Ford Motor, International Paper, Hilton Worldwide, Norfolk Southern, Old Dominion Freight Line, Automatic Data Processing, Owens Corning, iRobot, Spirit Airlines, and eBay. In other news, the Federal Communications Commission gave China Telecom just 60 days to leave the U.S. market. Regulators cited a potential national security threat from the company, such as the disruption of U.S. communications. U.S. consumer confidence rose in October after three months of declines as a wave of COVID-19 cases due to the Delta variant started to ease. 
Staffers at the Federal Trade Commission are said to be reviewing Facebook's internal research that showed its products may have harmful effects on users. Agency staffers are evaluating if internal Facebook research may indicate the company violated a 2019 FTC settlement over privacy concerns. This all according to the Wall Street Journal. The panel of vaccine experts advising the Food and Drug Administration has recommended that the agency authorize the COVID-19 vaccine from Pfizer and BioNTech for use in young children. Viacom CBS is nearing a sale of its historic CBS Studio Center lot in Los Angeles. That's the home to popular TV shows including Seinfeld. Final bids are in for the massive collection of sound stages, which has been home over the years to series such as Gunsmoke, Gilligan's Island, and Big Brother. Lennar Corp. and the construction technology firm Icon are poised to start building 3D homes next year at a site in Austin. Investors purchased a record amount of commercial real estate in the third quarter. Purchases of apartment buildings, life science labs, and industrial properties jumped nearly 20% compared with the same three months in 2019 before the pandemic. That's the biggest quarter for commercial property sales ever, all according to data from Real Capital Analytics. European Central Bank President Christine Lagarde and the ECB Governing Council are not expected to change policy after it meets tomorrow on interest rates. Shares of Rent the Runway are slated to make their trading debut after the online designer rental company raised more than $350 million in an increased initial public offering. Shares of DraftKings are up nearly 10% pre-market after the company confirmed that it will not make a firm offer for Britain's Entain. And the Chicago City Council is set to consider today the, quote, largest basic income program in the history of the United States. The $31.5 million one-year pilot program will give 5,000 low-income households $500 per month and will be funded through federal money Chicago received from the Biden administration's American Rescue Plan. Americans purchased more cigarettes last year. That's the first uptick in more than 20 years, according to a new report from the Federal Trade Commission. The number of cigarettes purchased by wholesalers and retailers rose slightly. They were up four-tenths of a percent. And Ro Tai-woo, South Korea's first democratically elected president, has died. He was 88 years old. At 7 a.m. Eastern, Equity futures are basically unchanged, with Nasdaq futures lower by two-tenths of a percent. In Europe at midday, shares are lower by three-tenths of a percent, while in Asia, stocks close lower. Crude oil is down one percent at $83.64 a barrel. Gold is down three-tenths of a percent at $1,788 an ounce. Bitcoin is lower by six percent at under $60,000. The yield on the, treasury, on the 10-year Treasury is 1.6%. Coming up today, we've got economic data on durable and core capital goods orders, factory orders, and trade in goods, all for September. That's due at 8.30 Eastern. Thanks for listening, and have a great day. That concludes today's Wall Street Breakfast. Thank you for listening. For the best news and analysis on the web, go to SeekingAlpha.com. To subscribe to this podcast, go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can sign up for our other podcasts, Alpha Trader and the Cannabis Investing Podcast on those platforms as well.